Whether you're hunting the back 40 or chasing game deep in the backcountry, the all-new Razor Guide Pack from Outdoor Edge has it all. Coming in at only 12 ounces and in a premium wax canvas roll pack for compact storage and travel, the Razor Guide Pack is seven blades in total, including a 5-inch replaceable blade folding knife, a 3-inch replaceable blade caping knife, and the flip and zip saw for wood or bone. For more information, visit OutdoorEdge.com. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, where you're going to hear a valuable hunting-based conversation that's tailored for us Southern folk. If you love what we do and would like to support Southern Ground Hunting, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Southern Ground Hunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes below. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Southern Ground Hunting. You can also support us by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps more than you know, and we greatly appreciate it. And now, let's get to the show. Man, we had a heck of a time today. We got our... Yes, yeah. Our buddy Pablo is back. He's back on the show by popular demand, I got to say. Pablo, I had a lot of people tell me, they felt like you had a lot more things to say. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I want to thank each and every one of um, all the people that sent me a private message and um, thanked me for, for sharing my story. And, uh, you know, I got an overwhelming support. I was not expecting that at all. Uh, it really means a lot to me. So thank you guys for the support. Uh, it's more than what I ever was expecting to be honest and uh again it's an honor to be around here yes uh, we can man we can i mean we can talk for hours if you want to one of these days <laughs> not today though and i yeah no not today because gotta go to work you know yeah. but uh uh man there's a lot of things that we have to say there's a lot of things that we can mention there's a lot of stories like really funny stories and uh, today is one of those <laughs> really memorable. Yeah, yeah it was. Today's one of those. Yeah. It uh, was no, one no, of those. No doubt it, about it. it actually worked out perfect for you to be on the show again. I was kind of like, so many people were saying how much they enjoyed it and how much, uh, like, they just really felt like they wanted to hear more. And so I uh, appreciate all those people who, uh, sent me messages and stuff. That was awesome. And uh, I sent yeah. every single one to Pablo, I believe. And uh, man, yeah. it's, it's cool to see because when we recorded it, I knew it was I knew it was a good conversation, you know, but typically this is a hunting podcast and we didn't really talk a lot about hunting. Like it was kind of just no. an afterthought really of the whole podcast. And so I was, I was a little bit nervous about putting it out there um, because, you know, obviously we try to, aim everything towards the hunter but golly it seems like people enjoy the heck out of it so but this one is a hunting story so that is yeah where that's where we're going to be at and i'm also um recording on my computer uh with the computer microphone i don't have my whole system here so if my audio sucks then i apologize for that but um hopefully it'll be fine hopefully it's not going to be too terribly 
cut out. And the, the reason is because all my stuff is downstairs and it's freaking cold down there. And I don't want to be up be down there, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I've been cold enough throughout the day. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. I don't want to have to record without heat right now because it's just been mm-hmm. so cold. But going going to that, uh, really led into today with being in a pretty a pretty rough place and I'll I've I've had about the worst season that I've had in a really really long time. Dad came for rutcation last week and uh if you're a listener of the show you know that in November I got kidney stones. Uh right before and like right in the time that I was supposed to be gone for about two and a half weeks to Kentucky and Tennessee and all that got moved around when I got those kidney stones and it ended up being I got four days to hunt. Um, so that really put a damper on my season. Well, dad came for rutcation. The rut's been really strange, kind of trickling a little bit. Uh, hadn't been a ton of deer moving around. I did shoot one a couple weeks ago, uh, a seven point, but, um, just really hadn't seen a whole lot. Dad came, I got kidney stones again last Monday. So that's why we didn't have a podcast last week is because I was in the hospital at the ER with daggone kidney stones and it was stupid. Um, fast forward, I missed a really, really nice buck on Thursday. And that was just kind of a, a mixture of equipment failure and, and my fault. Like I, I'm, I take the blame for some of it and some of it was just equipment failure and it was a heartbreaker. It was a really, really nice buck. And then after that, found out that the boat motor broke, uh, somewhere along the way. So just kind of left me in a bad place last week. And this week really hadn't been much different. I've not really seen a whole lot of deer. So Pablo said, hey, you want to go hunting in the morning? I'm off work. I was like, man, it's doe days. And I know Pablo ain't scared. To, I know Pablo ain't scared to kill a doe. And we need to just go out somewhere and have fun. I didn't, I didn't really have any intention on shooting a doe. And so um but when I told Pablo, like, hey, man, remember, it's it's doe days now. You can shoot a doe if you see one. And I think there was a twinkle in your eye, man. Yeah, think- it was definitely because, I, I mean, I was super pumped. And then I just said, oh, by the way, because in my mind, it's like, oh, we're still bugs only, you know. Because, uh-huh. well, let's go ahead and stop real quick. You mentioned that you've been having, like, the worst season ever and all that on the other side of the coin. I've been like in my best season yeah. ever, you know, which is uh-huh. uh, it's amazing. Like what we were discussing early on, I've been shooting to a deer, particularly if it's a buck or a doe, every week, pretty much at least one shot. Now, it doesn't mean that I have connected all, you know, because I don't miss a lot. But here lately, man, it's been five, yeah, five in a row. Um, So my mind I, i'm thinking about like yeah yeah we're we're looking for a buck uh, as, as we were driving in we saw a really nice one a really nice buck and, on the side yeah. of the road as we were driving uh he immediately yeah he immediately freaked out and took off and then on our way in he was like a four pointer six pointer something like that and that dude didn't care like completely different animals you know yeah. um, and i bet you he's is related to the age, you know, but uh, on my mind, I'm still thinking like, yeah, yeah, a spike is going to die today. And I, <laughs> and uh, then you're like, uh, hey, dude, don't, 
forget about it. It's, it's no day. So, you know, if you want to put one on the ground, I, oh my God, I was like, <laughs> a, a doe is going to die today. And um, definitely, man, uh, as we got in, we did the, the hike. Uh, of course, the the weather, uh, the weather channel, well, the weather app, it was showing like, it's only like a 20% chance of a scattered rain. Don't even worry. So again, you know, <laughs> No, no, no rain jacket, Pablo, you know, goes to the woods uh, just to find out that before the sun is up, it's already pouring down. And uh, I was cold, dude. Hey, guys, as most of you know, censorship for hunters and anglers is completely out of control. So we've partnered with the social media platform Go Wild to combat the mainstream social media censorship. Go Wild was built by outdoorsmen and women just like you. Go Wild is a free social community. Not only are your photos not censored, they're actually encouraged on Go Wild. They give you points for things like sharing your trophies, gear reviews, and inviting other friends. As you earn points, you unlock awesome rewards too, like gift cards, free stuff like knives, huge discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex, and so much more. And if you create a free account, you can unlock $10 just for trying it out. Visit GoWild.com to get started. Six Day Grind Coffee Co. is made for people like you. The ones out there grinding to reach your goals every single day. Whether it's the 3 a.m. wake-up calls to get into the woods or just getting through your work day, a good cup of high-quality coffee to start your day is imperative. When you buy from Six Day Grind, you not only get a great bag of premium roasted coffee, you also have the opportunity to support conservation through their Coffee for Your Cause program, where 10% of your purchase goes to the conservation organization of your choice. Check out 6daygrindcoffeeco.com today. That's the word 6 followed by daygrindcoffeeco.com. It was cold. It, it was like a, a wind chill of like 36 degrees. So it was cold and you were wet because you didn't have an umbrella. And I was I was cold, but I wasn't wet because I had a tree umbrella. Yeah, dude. I was wet and cold. And it's like, it's okay, I can tough it out, you know, it's it's a mental game game, that's what I'm thinking. So around what like eight forty five, almost nine o'clock. Well, first I don't remember if it was like seven thirty or seven that I have that dough just like on the go, uh full speed. Uh, I was really surprised. She just blasted behind me pretty much in the way that we were coming in. So I don't really know if that's the one that we bump on our way in, and eventually she kind of came back and maybe caught my scent, my ground scent or something like that, and then she mm-hmm. just, like, bolted. And uh, it was, like, 8.45, and I'm pretty much a popsicle, a human popsicle, and I'm shivering, man. Like, I can't take it no more. Like, I'm like, dude, if I don't start moving, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get sick. Like, I mean, I, I'm sucking wet and uh, I, I just can't take it no more. My hands, everything, dude. I was, you should have seen me like climbing down that tree, man. It was like a slot, you know, super slow because I just couldn't do anything. And then yeah. uh, as soon as I started moving around, then I got a little bit warmer and I came across that area that it was tore up with new rubs, old rubs, fresh scrapes, old scrapes. And, and I kept on walking all the way, um, trying to stay away from your path. First, I was confused, man. And I was like, seriously, 
I was heading straight. I was <laughs> heading straight to the base of your tree, pretty much. You, you're said, like an eight. You said, yeah. uh, "Hey, man, I think I'm going to get down and kind of work my way to the east." And I looked at the map, and I was like, "Well, I'm the east." <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. When you sent me that text, I was like, "No, no, no, the other east." You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, and I and I was like, God, that's, that's when you should have been like, no habla inglés. <laughs> yeah, I should have been like poquito or something like that, you know, like like a poquito in inglés, you know. But um, man, I started making my way up in there, and then I spooked to those. Well, I didn't spook them. I bumped them. I bumped a couple of them. They were better than I think it. I mean, it was no way that I could have seen to be honest and i bumped him maybe about 30 yards uh like it was so everything is still raining and he's wet so of course they never heard me until they saw me and i never saw him you know so they took off running i got down on my knees and then you sent me a text like hey i have one though coming by and i was like i just spoke to uh kept walking made it all the way to the back and uh and i was like uh oh my God, man, I got a feeling that this is a mountain lion habitat, you know? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm fixing to turn around because for those who don't know, we have a mountain lion story, you know? And jeez, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those embarrassing. I don't know if you want to dive into it. I mean, might as well that we're here, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you yeah, just, we're you ready. just narrated. We're ready. You narrate. You just hosted and guested this podcast all at the same time, right there. You're like, I mean, we don't have to yeah. dive in it, but maybe if you want to, okay, we might as well go for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, might as well. We're, we're already we're here, here, though. So, <laughs> so it was my first season on Bankit, and uh, after all the guidance and uh, all the help from Mr. Tony, Mr. Michael, and everybody else, including you. I got brave enough, and I'm like, all right, I'm fixing to get in this area. It's kind of like a like an old. It's not a cutover. What they did, uh, they thinned some pines, and uh, you know, it's it's just a thicket, like a head height, um, briar, privet. I mean, you name it, just the perfect bedding area. Just my first time in there, my first time in Bankhead. Not one single deer, man. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, it's my my time to go back to the truck. I'm about a good mile and a half of the truck there. And, uh, man, as I'm walking back, uh, the trail ain't nothing but, uh, I mean, like about a foot wide, seriously, 12 inches. And uh, I got my headlamp and and all of my, my whole nine yards going. And in the back of my mind, it's still like, you know, it's, it's, it's I guess it's kind of normal, man, when you get in that big boy country, you know, like uh -huh. big gang country. And uh, the back of your mind is always like, what if nobody's seen a mountain lion right here? And it might be one, you know? So I was kind of like freaking out as I'm walking through the pine ticket and all that stuff. Like I said, it's head high and it's just about a foot wide trail. But I mean, it just, you're just pretty much like rubbing against all the debris. I mean, all the bushes and all the little bit of things. Suddenly something, man, I, I heard something coming from the right. Boom. And it's on my neck. And I'm on, like, I'm on, like, a, I'm, I mean, like serious or serious or Bible skills. I'm rolling on the ground. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ! I got a mountain on my back, man. I'm, I mean, I'm screaming. The headlamp falls down. My backpack, the rifle, everything, and I'm rolling around, screaming like a little girl. And I, and I can feel like 
flapping on the back of my neck, man, and I can feel like clawing all over my back, and it's because I'm rolling on briars, you know. Of course, you're gonna feel like that. It feel, but it feel like nails, you know. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, I got a mile line in my back. It's fixing to snap my neck, <laughs> and uh, and and as I'm rolling and everything, you know, like fighting for my life, like legit, I'm fighting for my life in that moment. It all comes to subtle and stuff. So I stood up and I'm like, oh my God, what happened? And and I'm like touching myself and I feel something wet on my neck and I'm like, oh, he got me. He got me and I'm running towards the light, man. And I and I picked up my headlamp and I see some feathers, you know, and I'm like, the crap is this? And uh, man, I took my hoodie off and uh, dude, as I was walking, there was a little bit of like a pigeon, like one of those doves. <laughs> and she was, she was bedded. I'm not bad, and she was like just resting in a little bit of pine. And as I went by, she got like she spooked pretty much, and she tried to took off like took flying away, and she ended up somehow end up inside of my hoodie. So all the flapping and all the scratching that I felt, it was the pigeon trying to fly away. And uh, dude, when I took my jacket, the poor thing was all matched, like completely matched up. And I was like, oh my god. But it was one of those embarrassing moments, you know, and I was like, a good deal that I was on myself, man, because, I mean, I'm showing serious survival skills, you know. But, um, yeah, he was, it's all, hey, it's all fun on games until you got to wrestle a pigeon in the dark, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was. We got to get, we gotta get you a T-shirt made that says it's all fun and games. Yeah. <laughs> It's all fun and games until, and then, you know, like whatever you want to put in there. <laughs> but, uh, but because that was the case today as well. So anyways, well, we, we just dive out of the mountain line story, you know? And uh, so I was way up there and I was like, I'm, uh, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm turning back. I even text you and I say, I'm heading back because this looks like mountain lion territory. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm coming back. <laughs> And uh, as I'm coming back, man, is this little this trail right there, and I saw a track like like I just went by like 30 minutes ago, and it was a clearing, and that track was not in there. So I stopped, and it was a big track, and I said, "Man, this is fresh." Whatever it was, it just went by. As I'm looking at the track, with the corner of my eye, my right side, I saw a, a, a dark silhouette because it was kind of like misty rain. Uh-huh. And uh, so I couldn't see good. And, and again, it was on the thicket. So I saw a dark silhouette. And dude, I swear to God, I said, there ain't no deer. I said, that's somebody's like, that's a small heifer. That's somebody's heifer. That's what I thought. Like, I swear to God. <laughs> and I look up. Out there. Seriously, I thought that it was like a, like a four-month-old cow that just somehow made it on the National Forest. And uh, I look again, and I'm like, hold on a second, because I saw the tail flickering. And I said, dude, that's a big old buck. Now, I cannot see the head of the thing. So I got in middle on my knee, on my knees, and I, and I started moving my head because it was so much brush and twigs in between us that I wasn't able to just see what it was. And, and finally, it turned around. Like, it didn't turn around. It just kind of like a... Like you said that it was like a cluttering to me, right? Yeah, quarter And then I saw them, yeah, I sent them big old white ears. And I put this cope on it, which it was about 60 yards. 
And I'm like, God, you gotta be kidding me, man. This is a, this is a big old girl right here. This is a big old mama. I never seen one though that big in my life, man. I swear to God. So um, I released the safety and I was like, please one more step to your left. And she did, man. And uh, I put that thing in the money again. And, uh, the, you know, I just squeezed the trigger. Boom. She jumped straight up and plumb back down and just kicked. You call me middle and you're like, you and I was like, yeah, man, I just shoot a big old dog. Then you start laughing. And I didn't <laughs> understand why were you laughing, you know? And uh, you're like, you shoot a dog, you know, you're way out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we hang up the phone and as I got closer to the door, then I realized what I have done, you know? And I was like, uh, by the grace of God, you know, like, I just shot a doe and I'm about a mile and a half away. And this is a big, you know, this is a big old gear. And I'm like, oh my God, now I got to drag it out, you know? Do you want to know more about saddle hunting? Well, you can go to tetherednation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters, by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you know me, you know that I love to have a system for all of my hunting equipment where everything works together, and we preach about it a lot on this podcast. When you buy from Tethered, you can rest easy knowing that all your gear is designed to work together as a system. Saddles, platforms, ropes, climbing sticks, and a ton of other great gear just for saddle hunting can be found by visiting tetherednation.com today. That's tetherednation.com. Check them out. So... You were oh you God. were pretty far in front of me at that point. You had walked to, I mean, yeah. like your gunshot wasn't loud. I knew it was probably you, but it wasn't very loud. And so you were further away from the boat than I am. And I ain't even thinking about shooting a doe where I am. I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> yeah. ain't no doe worth that. <laughs> Not right now. Yeah. Then I was like, a, oh, jeez. Christ, what I have done, you know. When I saw the size of the thing, I was more than pumped and excited, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that's so nice. This is the biggest day of my life. And and then, you know, reality reality just sunk in. And I was like, all right, let's, let's try to get this thing going because, I mean, I got a long drive and uh, there's some rough terrain. Dude, you don't know how bad and how much out of shape you are until you got to drag one of them big old girls out of them ravines, you know, yep. by the grace yep. of God, man. So, and, and, I thought, okay, let's... Yeah, and you had to drag all of her. Every bit of her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I said, all right, man, let's go ahead and get the pocket knife, you know, and let's go ahead and get, get this thing out. Man, and I dug through my pack. I ain't got no knife. Might as well come to the woods with no pants, you know. I mean, it's pretty much the same. You ain't got no knives, you ain't got no pants. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, uh, "You gotta be kidding me!" That's when I text you. I said, "Dude, I don't have a knife." And then I realized, like, yes, I'm in trouble. So let's let's go ahead and start dragging this thing out. Uh, it was all good. It was all fun, and uh, well, not fun, you know. But I was, I mean, I was able to kind of like. Uh, control the pace and going up and going down until i came to that the last ravine the last one where where we split and that was uh-huh. pretty steep 
you know, uh, remember that I kind of like a clip the dough to my saddle and I just pretty much like drag her. So, uh-huh. you know, where I go, she goes, but it has a, a downside. Like where I go, she goes, but where she goes, I go as well. And uh, I took a wrong step, you know, I took a wrong step. And next thing I know, we're tumbling, man, down the rain together, man, just going down, you know, going down hard at it. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm really sore, dude. Like, seriously, I felt like if, like, if I, like, if I got run over by a bull or something like that, uh, my back hurts a lot and like my right tide and, a little bit on the shoulder, but it's just normal because I mean we we just went down the bluff. It's not a bluff, but it's just it got good inclination. And yeah, I was like, was man, screw this. What? It was steep. It was real steep. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty steep. And I was like, oh, and and luckily I didn't fail in the in the creek because I mean like it just a little bit of creek. But I was like knowing my luck, that's what I was hitting. And uh, so I got the rifle in my hand, and I was like, I might as well go ahead and protect this baby. So I just pretty much like wrap it up on my chest and eh, let's go, man. I took the ride with the, with the dough and uh, then coming up, that was the last one, man. Coming up the last one, it was the roughest thing ever. Uh, I was already wore out and I was really sore, made it out. And uh, then that's that's when I pretty much like takes you. Uh, I don't know. I did ride that. I said like, I'm just going to keep it going because I knew like, after taking that tumble and, you know, hurting like that, I was like, if I get cold, man, this is going to be misery. Uh, and it was so raining. Was like it was raining then, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's raining, too. You know, still raining. So I was like, I might as well just go ahead and uh, keep it going uh, nonstop so I don't get cold. Muscles is still nice and warm. So in that way, I can just go ahead and make it all the way to the boat. Now, when I made it all the way to the boat, I did crash. Like, I just, <laughs> like, laid flat on the ground. And it's a soaking wet, but I'm, like, exhausted, and I'm, like, through. But at the same time, I'm so relieved because I'm, like, a dude. Well, first off, this is the first deer that we pull out of the woods, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, also is my first uh, boat deer. Yeah. And also, this is the biggest doe that I have ever seen on my life. And I got, you know, the privilege to, to put a kill shot on it. So I was more than tickled. And I just rested in there. And then when I saw you coming down, uh, <laughs> when I saw you walking down, it was like it was God, man. I was like, a, oh, my God, there's Parker, you know, and it was all <laughs> happiness. And, I, I just couldn't believe like all the reality was like a man we are out uh we have a monster doe with us and uh this is this is and just, and the I best mean, part like, is is that i didn't even drag at all yeah i know i know but i was so excited yeah the whole way yeah i was like Dude, it, it, this is like days like today is uh it's the kind of stuff that's gonna stick with me until the day that I die, like these kind of memories, man. Uh, I mean, for a lot of people, they will be like, ah, oh, man, but it's a doe, they ain't no trophy. It's some, I, I mean, to me, it's a trophy, man. Every single deer that I harvest in public land is a trophy, regardless. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it is a spike, uh, a bottom buck, like I already did, unfortunately, you know, it happens. Um, or a doe, each and every one. 
uh, man, I treat him with a lot of respect and, and I feel grateful and happy because I got the chance to harvest a public land deer and it's a trophy for me, man. I mean, yeah. to me, it's a trophy. And today is one of those days that this kind of memory, man, is going to stick with me for the rest of my life. And I'm going to just keep enjoying. We we, we still have a little bit of the season left. Um, you never know, man. He might be he might be a buck, a good buck for me up ahead, or or maybe not, man. And if not, you know, I, I'm still more than happy. I mean, dude, this has been best season ever. I just could not ask for anything better. Like seriously, if I kill a buck, like a like a decent buck, it's gonna be a, a cherry on the cake, pretty much like the icing on the cake. Because right now I could not ask for anything else. Um, I'm just so happy, man. Uh, it Dude, seems last like last week you work made, you made uh, last week you made people grateful to be Americans, and this week you're making deer hunters grateful to be deer hunters. I, and for me, um, I I needed it because man, it's just been a rough couple weeks for me. I hadn't seen much before missing a big giant buck, getting the kidney stone. It's just been, it's just been so, you know, and um, it's unfortunate too. Like I hate, I hate that I feel that way because I'm supposed to love this sport. That's why I do it is because I love it. And it's just like, I've been trying to still hunt through situations that I probably needed to not. And uh, it's kind of, it's kind of worn on me and um. So for me, it's, it's even better to get to hang out with you and, um, take you out there and in the boat and show you some new country and heck even kill a deer like that to me is yeah. like, it, it made it, I would so much rather you kill that doe than me kill a doe. I mean, like to yeah. me, it was, it was like, you were so excited about it and you were so grateful for it. And Man, it just made me happy to to be a uh, a hunter right there. It made the definitely like what it's supposed to be. Dude, uh, one of the things, you know, some people might agree, some people may not, but um, I don't really. I mean, I know it has like a sports size to it, you know, but you know, deer hunting, I don't really call it like a sport. Uh, to me, it's more, it's a passion. Is 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 the passion for the outdoors? Is is the passion for, you know, chasing these beautiful animals? Is is the passion of like getting closer to our roots? Pretty much what we used to do way back, you know, thousands of years ago, and the way that we evolved using pretty much like modern tools, uh, black powder, and then high power rifles and all that. So it's a passion, man. Like it has to be on you. So I mean, otherwise you're just not gonna enjoy it. You're just not gonna feel like this is something that I want to do. Because the same way that we spoke about it last week, this is not about a season. It's pretty much a lifestyle, and uh, it can get really frustrating, and it can hurt a lot, and 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 all that. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, this is what I thrive for. I mean, Uh this is pretty much like the fire that I got, and I. Good grief, man. Today, man, I'm still, dude, like, I mean, I'm more than excited, more than happy. I was uh, letting Mr. Michael, Mr. Tony, they were like 
God Almighty, man, you're in a strike, you know? And uh, I said, <laughs> I am, man. And, you know, and, and I want to let everybody know, um, just kind of like make a quick parenthesis right here. Uh, I don't put, a, I don't post a lot of stuff on social media, which like on Facebook and IG, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Like I don't post a lot of the kills and all that because I'm still, you know, I have some people from, you know, Costa Rica and all that, they do not agree with deer hunting and all that. And and uh, the reason why I don't put them out there is because I don't want to end up like in a discussion with somebody that might put something that I might consider offensive, you know? Yeah. So I try to keep it keep it peaceful for everybody. And, uh, you know, but, but from now on, uh, I feel that, you know, it's my profile and it's my social media. And if you don't like what you've seen, uh, you more than i mean more than welcome to unfollow me or unfriend me or you know just whatever and if you say something wrong i'm most likely gonna unfriend you but uh, i'm gonna start putting up like pictures of uh all the harvests that i have because man it meant a lot to me it really means a lot to me like i yeah. said i'm super proud of it so from now on you know i'm gonna i'm gonna start putting putting as much as i can and uh well, man, I, I tell oh, you, man, I don't. I, I didn't think I'd ever meet somebody that was so mad at the does like I am. But uh, <laughs> hey, dude, you gotta make a you gotta make a hat. Yeah, you gotta make a hat that says like "Doe Killer" or something like that. I'd be the first <laughs> to buy. Like that'd be really nice. Yeah, Doe Killer. Uh, that'd be super cool. But yeah, I mean, like, I was when you said Doe Days. It was like a like a kid in a candy store, <laughs> and I went like a first. I was like a spike is gonna die today. And you said those days now. It's like a doe is gonna eat it, you know, <laughs> and it's gonna happen. So, yeah, I'm a I'm super happy, man. And I apologize if you hear some dog barking. That's a that's my girl, and uh, <laughs> she's out there and. Uh, Oh God! There she goes. Dude, uh, let me walk inside. It was a it was a but, early it was a early morning this morning, uh, bright and early at two a.m. And you got to get up again at what one something? Yeah, or one forty five. One forty five for work. So, man, I appreciate yeah. you hopping on on this episode, and uh, I know people are going to enjoy the crap out of this. That was fun, dude. Yeah, it is it, is an honor and uh, it's a pleasure. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, um, after seeing all the um, friend requests and all the messages, like so, so many like kind words, man, uh, it just makes me realize, you know, what a great hunting community we have right here, you know, in the country where we live in. And at the end of the day, this is this is pretty much what what America is all about, you know. It's, it's all about taking care of each other's and helping each other's, and uh, what a better way to do so, man, than you know, sharing something that we all love, passion that we have, which is deer hunting. Man, I mean, I'm I'm overwhelmed with gratefulness to well, each and every one, and uh, and to you, man. I mean, seriously, it means it means a lot to me. Well, Pablo, just like that, 
you made us proud to be Americans again. So thank you for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it, 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 no, uh, man. It's a, uh, it's always a, an honor to get to hang out with you, man. I appreciate you coming on. Congrats on your trophy dough. Definitely. Uh, you already know I'm going to cure the high. We're going to tan the skin and make a beautiful rug because she's a big and uh and man we're gonna do it again soon y'all stay tuned man because parker got a lot of great things coming up to his channel y'all don't want to miss out so keep him out there close eye you know and uh, you never know what's gonna be around the corner hey guys thanks for listening to this week's episode of the southern ground hunting podcast and as always a big shout out to all of our partners that's Go Wild, Tethered, and Six Day Grind Coffee Company. You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook or Instagram or subscribing to the YouTube channel. And you can be sure to check us out at southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, read some blog articles, and all that good stuff. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We will talk to you next week.